1: Everybody, (laughs) welcome back to (laughs) Go Ah! Help Yourself, the comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less. I'm Lisa Linky. I'm Misty Stinnett, and you are in for a treat because this is your weekly—nope, not your weekly beef, but your weekly book review. (laughs) We, on this podcast, each Friday on a full frontal Friday episode, we review a popular self-help book and we tell you its tips, its tricks, our likes, our dislikes, our loves, our pans, our broad summary (laughs) overview, our pans. Pans and our pants is what I said. That's right. We The what, pans of the book. Rants and, and raves. The, our are raves. Rants and pants. What What is the opposite of pan? Whip? No. Do you know how <laughs> it, it was panned? I think it's a rave, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, right. yeah, yeah. Anyway, we do that. And yes. here's a heads up if you're welcoming uh, us. If you're welcoming us into your ears for the very first time. Uh, Thank you. As Lisa, I hate. <laughs> self-help as a general rule. And Misty is just a dang delight. I
0: just feel really optimistic about it and I feel like there's a nugget of wisdom you in everything. And you are
1: excellent at finding the nugget of wisdom Thanks. and I'm excellent at um finding the nugget of bullshit. Oh, um, you are. Mm-hmm. And there
0: we're finding that <laughs> nuggets of
1: bullshit are, are everywhere. Um, and we're always joined, as always, with our imitable. Inimitable. Th- yep producer staff <laughs> we're never going to get that word right <laughs> we're please in... have your mom come back on the podcast <laughs> to teach us how to say it and uh, we're at lovely Fairfax Village Studios but here's the point we're reading these books so that you don't have to and you can go on enjoying your busy life while still getting the
0: perspective-altering self-help advice that you've been ignoring for decades, and it's time. It's,
1: it's time. <laughs> also, if you like what you're hearing, go buy the book, because support the author. My God, there's no way we can cover all this. I mean, we're epic geniuses, but, like, still, it's a challenge. Still, it's a challenge. In a <laughs> in a in less than an hour. And if you don't like the book, you're welcome. We saved you time. And sense. And frustration. Well, see, I was doing a wordplay there. and I, I know, know. You don't like I, it. My, no,
0: my brain was going money. Yeah. And then I was like, she just said sense I and I know
1: what she meant. But also com- I should say time and common sense. Thank you. Screw it. Hey, Misty. <laughs> Lisa, what'd you bring for us today? Okay. So I
0: thought it would be really fun yes. to take a little trip back in
1: time we're gonna go back in time
0: <laughs> Lewis i wish, I wish
1: everybody could have seen lisa's body like <laughs> didn't everybody love back to the future her shoulders
0: were up she leaned back and she was just in it <laughs> she was like bouncing her shoulders around okay so i thought yes. that i would take us back in time take take me back to nearly the beginning of 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 self-help. And when it came to prominence, so this week's book is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie.
1: Oh, now, as Dan B. Dan Harris of 10% Happier called this. A canonical turd. I still want to call it a canonical. Canonical. I had like 14. Canonical turds. You're all with us.
0: We get it okay this book is a behemoth so to give you a sense of how popular it is oh it, you mean not in size but in like no popularity. no no not in size to give you a sense of how popular it is it was published in 1936. this is one of the most published books of all time yes it was published in 1936 and this week it was number nine on the Amazon charts Wow no.
1: so you tell me <laughs> I think this is a this is what I like to call a a uh, uh, passive aggressive gift it's like here i got you something mm-hmm. cuz you need friends and nobody you... likes you yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> How to be less of a shithead by Dale Carnegie. Uh so the current prices of the book, the hardcover is $20.99. Okay. The paperback is $10.90. The Kindle is eleven ninety nine, And the audiobook is $5.87 or one credit. And credits are like $15. So, so don't I guess, use
1: your credits. Yeah,
0: I guess. So and I listen to it on the Overdrive app for free. Great. The narrator's super pleasant.
1: So also, you can probably find this in any public library. Probably little free libraries. Little free libraries. Your, your friends your probably office. have a
0: copy. Your
1: parents probably have a copy. It's probably in a cabinet somewhere <laughs> that you haven't thought any about in a long sale. time. garage sale. Yeah. All and, right. Yeah. Misty. Lisa. Tell me about this author. Why should I want to win friends and influence people? Thank you. So we're going to actually spend a tiny bit more time than normal
0: on his biography okay. because it's relevant to the pers- his perspective coming into okay. this book. Okay. So there's a very detailed history of Dale Carnegie's life on dalecarnegie.com. Sure. That's spelled uh, D-A-L-E-C-A-R-N-E-G-I-E.com. Mm-hmm. Carnegie. Thank you. But for now, I'm going to read you what Wikipedia says because I just sort of compiled. It was just very detailed on his website. And I was like, I can't wade through this.
1: Yeah. Also, that's the estate of Dale Carnegie running that, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Because he dead, right?
0: Oh, he's super dead. He's dead for like 60 years. He's like double dead. He's like maybe dead for 1955 is when he died. Okay. Okay. So Dale Carnegie was born in Missouri as a poor farmer's son on November 24th, 1888, which is... Exactly 99 years before I was born, we share a birthday. He graduated from the State Teachers College in 1908 mm-hmm. and eventually became a successful salesman selling bacon, lard, and soap for Armor and Company. Okay. After saving $500, which is about $13,000 today, mm-hmm. Dill Carnegie quit sales in 1911 in order to pursue a lifelong dream of becoming a lecturer. He wanted to be like a pop culture sort of influence. It's called a. Uh, I, I, Chautauqua lecturer. Sure. Did they have pop culture back then? I mean, there was pop culture, but there. I, I, I quickly clicked on that link, and it, it's, it was people who were trying to like promote wellness and tell you about what's cool in society and sort of like...
1: I don't even think the word cool had been invented.
0: Well... The word Chautauqua sure had. Okay. Uh, he ended up instead attending the American Academy of Dramatic Arts in New York, but, oh. found, but found little success He's as an actor. He's a frustrated
1: actor. He's a frustrated artist.
0: Yes. Julia so,
1: Cameron will have something to say about this. Yeah,
0: exactly. So he was in one production. Yes. But when it ended, he returned to New York unemployed, nearly broke, and living at the YMCA on 125th Street. They, when you're
1: broke, you go to the YMCA. YMCA. Make friends and influence people. Thank
0: you. There he got the idea to teach public speaking. Sure. And he persuaded the YMCA manager to allow him to instruct a class in return for 80% of the net proceeds. In his first session— 80%? Yeah. <laughs>
1: He's a really good negotiator.
0: Well, I I can't I, from that sentence. I think he was saying you will get. Hey, YMCA, you'll get eighty
1: percent of the net proceeds. And it I'll sounds get 20%? like he's getting eighty percent from the way that's. St- yeah, he persuaded structured.
0: the YMCA manager to allow him to instruct a class in return for eighty percent of the net proceeds. Yeah. Okay. Either way. Either way. In his first session, he ran out of material. So improvising, he suggested that students speak about something that made them angry and discovered that the technique made speakers unafraid to address a public audience. From this 1912 debut the Dale Carnegie course evolved. Carnegie had tapped into the average American's desire to have more self-confidence, and by 1914, he was earning that $500, or about 13000 every week. Which is crazy. So in two
1: years... So I'm going to be honest with you. My first thought is, oh, look, an example of a man failing up. But he did it at least correctly. I mean, he ran out of material. Yeah. And then he he stumbled onto something and then mm-hmm. he turned it into something. And
0: to be fair, he was the first one to do this. So it's kind of like a little diabolical, but like you're like, mm, OK. At least nobody was doing it. I he mean, had the corner on the market.
1: Was he the first person to do it? No, probably not. I'm sure, I'm sure that sure there not. was... A mother or a wife somewhere when a man had to make a presentation <laughs> and he was terrified that she was like, why don't Why don't you talk about how much you hate how the Dodgers traded so-and-so? And he'll be like, they did it, da-da-da-da. Did it, did it. Yeah. And then she'll be yeah. like, look at the confidence you had. And he'll be like, well, thanks, mother. mother. Now get back in kitchen and make me a pot pot. <laughs> oh, I
0: hate when people call their wives mother. Mm-hmm. We're not going to unpack that right now. So here's the, uh, the real thing that made me upset. Okay. Carnegie was born, the way he spelled his name was C-A-R-N-E-G-Y. He changed the spelling of his last name at a time when the steel magnate, Andrew Carnegie, to whom he was not related, was a widely recognized, much revered name. Sure. So he literally changed the E-Y on the end of his name to be
1: I-E. Sure. Just to have more clout. He's an Octomom before Octomom came along.
0: That I don't fully understand that reference, but I agree. You don't remember Octamon? I remember Octamon, but I'm not seeing the connection. So she tissue. made her
1: face look like Angelina Jolie, he made his name like Andrew Carnegie. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Lisa look so satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! We should be doing video podcasts of these or streams because you're everything. Okay, so he's changed his name. He's tapping into everyone's like basically. He's built the YMCA. Fear of profit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So by 1916, Dale was able to rent the actual Carnegie Hall itself for a lecture to a packed. House. Carnegie's first collection of his writings was Public Speaking, A Practical Course for Businessmen
1: in 1926. P.S. My grandmother was 15 at that time.
0: Aww, <laughs> Vivian! <laughs> she, maybe she read it. For sure. Uh, this book was later entitled Public Speaking and Influencing Men in Business, 1932. You see how he just switched some of the words around and republished? Mm-hmm. His crowning achievement, however, was when Simon and Schuster published How to Win Friends and Influence People. The book was a bestseller from its debut in 1936 in its 17th printing within a few months. By the time of Carnegie's death, the book had sold 5 million copies in 31 languages and there had been 450,000 graduates of his Dale Carnegie
1: Institute. A canonical turd. Thank you. It has
0: been stated in the book that he had critiqued over 150,000 speeches in his participation in the adult education movement of the time. He died on November first, nineteen fifty-five. So he. So why are we listening? To he him? real smart and he real
1: manipulative. He's really good at marketing and capitalizing on an yeah, idea.
0: Yeah, and this is considered a self-help book. Totally, sure, completely, sure it is the way he sort of presents the entire text is here's how you can be a better salesman. Great. So he's still tapping into that, which is reminds me of um, uh, The Upside of Your Dark Side, mm-hmm. right? It's like one of the the hottest books in the business section, but it's right. not in the self-help right. section. Right. So as far as first impressions, uh, different covers or different editions have different covers. Sure. Because it's been reprinted so many times. There, some are just like, Bright red with modern typeface, some are white with like weird sort of cartoony uh, graphics, but the one I read was royal blue with a picture of Dale on the front and just, you know, silver words for the title. Thanks, Dale. So it's only 280 pages and roughly a seven-hour audiobook. So if you're like me and you listen to this on like 1.25 or 1.5 speed— I forget that you do that.
1: Well— And, you know, I think it's affecting my speech pattern. You know, we've talked about that, and I can assure you that it, in fact, is. I'm going to take a sip of my tea while that happens. She says very
0: quickly. Yeah, because then when I slow down, I'm really glad you're here. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Because when I put it
1: on regular speed... It sounds so slow.
0: And they're talking like this. How to win friends... And influence people.
1: Well, yeah, I mean that's that's at a speed for people to actually understand process. and process. Well, so one and a half just brilliant.
0: Well, th- oh, thank you. Well, one and a half times is not that crazy because then it's how to win friends and influence people, right? Yeah. It's not insane. No. Anyway, okay. I'm, so you guys, this
1: is Lisa Misty. Can't hear me, but it is a little bit insane. Just so we're
0: clear. Lisa, where did you go just now? Oh, I just—you seem so in your head.
1: I was like poof, and I vanished, (laughs) and now poof, here I am. Oh,
0: welcome back! I didn't hear anything. So, um, when I first picked it up, I or picked it up, started playing it. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed the narrator's voice and the plethora of examples that Dale uses. Plethora, plethora. It's easy to listen to because he tells so many stories. But then I started texting Lisa almost immediately that this is, quote, a basic bitch book. quote. I can verify that that, in fact, did happen. So he will, he will, I'm about to share with you all of the principles of okay. each of the sections. OK. But it's going to go quickly because he really does take a very long time sharing a ton of examples for very, very basic information. And maybe at the time. Are you saying time, he's a shuckster? Huckster? What's the word? I like Shuckster. It makes me think of a a shady guy in the corner just shucking oysters.
1: (laughs) I was thinking, shucking corn. Shucking corn. You want to buy a cob of corn?
0: (laughs) There's two guys, one next to each other. Corn and oysters. oysters. Cob. Corn. Fancy a cob? So,
1: <laughs> okay, we're so we were recording earlier in the evening, so we're like <laughs> full of energy. Very also, I think
0: my tea is caffeinated, and this is a problem. Lisa Linky has not had caffeine in like 17 years. 19.
1: 19. <laughs> no, 22. <laughs> Where did you? But anyway, Lisa, you're only 23. Thank you. My mother <laughs> started me early, and I weaned off it. Okay, so you're gonna, so, so, how are you gonna share this book with I'm us? going to
0: tell you what the principle Thank is you. and just read you the sentence. Great. So we can fly through. And there will be certain <laughs> ones that I because there's a lot of principles. There will be certain ones that I supplement with a quote from the book. Love it. Etc. But you will see very quickly why we don't need to spend too much time on this.
1: Okay. Everybody I'm here ready for it.
0: Light and fun and informative. Here we go. Everybody, how to win friends and influence people. How to winfluence people. You're welcome. Oh, winfluence from polls. Sounds like you need to go to the dermatologist. I have a framble. It's
1: this tea.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) If this is what you're like on caffeine, I'm buying you coffee. Okay. Part one Mm -hmm. fundamental techniques in handling people.
1: Yes. Principle one put your hands on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, you guys I caught her off guard I, she heard it oh we <laughs> got the snort oh I got the snort Yes, yeah, I got the snort 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 I got the snort I said I got the snort ooh, I just
0: ooh, wish oh. I just wish I could make a gif out of your <laughs> joyous dancing oh my god this is an audio medium not a visual medium
1: so okay. So uh, how do we handle people? How
0: <laughs> do I handle people? So you lay hands on them and you say, <laughs> people be gone. Right? Okay. Principle one, don't criticize, condemn, or complain. Oh, that sounds great. Quote, don't criticize others. they are just what we would be under similar circumstances. Yes. end quote he takes a lot of time to say that. Use compassion. He says rather than condemn others, try to understand them. Try to figure out what why they do what they do. Yes. We all want to be appreciated. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Dale Carnegie. Principle two. give honest and sincere appreciation. Thank you. Thank
1: you, Dale Carnegie. Uh,
0: principle three. Arouse in the other person an eager want. So you can help them understand. Is
1: that a banana in your pocket? Are you aroused to have an eager want?
0: Yeah, I've got some eager wants. Um, Yeah, so you can just sort of explain the benefits to them of why something would be great and it'll make them eager. And And
1: you understand why 100 years ago we spoke like arouse in someone an eager want and why today that's too titillating to write. It's
0: way too titillating. And honestly, I think everyone was so sexually repressed back then that they just slipped in words like arouse and erect whenever they could. Also, he uses the word adroit no fewer than like 12 times in the book.
1: Is he talking about robots? Like, a is that a kind of a drone a droid? No,
0: that's an android Thank you, adroit. Thank you. I got a uh, laugh I, out of that. Don't worry, I'll I got a turnaround around on that one. I'll define it for you uh, later. It basically means like skill or cleverness in handling things with your hands oh. or mind.
1: He felt he was very adroit at yeah. using the word adroit. adroit.
0: Yeah, and I believe uh, 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 when you say like "tourner adroit" in in French, it means turn right. So it's like to be right. Anyway.
1: Anyway. Très bien fait.
0: Ah, merci. Okay, so that's the first part of the book. I just saved y'all an hour and a half. Thank you.
1: Okay, so uh, just to recap, I'm never going to criticize, condemn, or... Complain. Complain. Oh, boy. Okay, that's a tall order. Um, Then I'm going to uh, arouse a want in somebody else. In the other
0: person, and give honest and sincere appreciation. That's right. So really basic things. To handle another person, let them know you think they're doing a good job or you're really grateful for something they did. Mm -hmm. Don't tell them they fucking suck mm-hmm. uh and and try and get them to be excited to do things this for this is you. great i'm
1: already going to tell you that i am not good at uh, winning friends and influencing people <laughs>
0: i would say you are <laughs> okay. you keep don't yeah you're keep going. very good okay keep going part two six ways to make people like you one become genuinely interested in other people sure two smile thank you three Remember that a person's name is to that person the sweetest and most important sound in any language. Yes, Misty. Four. Be a good listener.
1: Yes, Misty. Five. <laughs> I don't
0: know why. So. And five. And. Talk in terms of the other person's interests. Encourage people to talk about themselves. Yes,
1: Misty. Tell me more. Six.
0: Okay. <laughs> what do you think about that? Uh Principle six, make the other person feel important and do it sincerely. Quote, most people you meet will feel superior to you in some way. A sure way to their hearts is to let them realize in some subtle way that you recognize their importance and recognize it sincerely.
1: Yeah, so he's not breaking new ground.
0: None of this is really revolutionary. He just Maybe wrote it Maybe it was down. at the time or he basically made this summation.
1: Yeah, he just wrote it down. Yeah, and he, he basically even talks wrote about down, how he hired a nice.
0: researcher to read a bunch of speeches of famous, successful people and he uh, had written like a book biography on lincoln at the time and so there was a lot of re- a few years of research involved cumulatively
1: yeah but like what he's saying is also i mean he's uh, trying to apply it to sales which i guess makes sense in terms of the speech but yeah you know whatever yeah well
0: here's here's what really started to bump me about this section is this whole he would be like talk in terms of the other person's interest even if you're not interested in sailboats at all research sailboats, talk only about sailboats. It'll make this person like you. And then in the next breath, he's going, do it sincerely.
1: Yeah, It's not not sincere.
0: It's not authentic. It's not sincere. It's it's thoughtful. It's inclusive, right? But it all is under the guise of like, to make your life easier, to make people more malleable to you. So it's inherently not genuine.
1: Yeah, it's not genuine and it's um, um, manipulative. Yes. I also want to say that I had a manager at one time Uh, she was a senior manager Mm -hmm. she is uh, actually she's since passed but um, I felt like she had definitely read this book because she used people's names with alacrity and rapidity and I felt like that was her key to success and why she had advanced so much in her career wow and and no joke because not many people use people's names Mm. while they're speaking to them in conversation that's right Lisa Yes, yes. Doesn't that sound weird? It does, Lisa. Yes, but that's about how often she would use it. <laughs> wow, Lisa. Yeah, yeah. It's
0: a great story, Lisa.
1: Thank you, God. God rest in peace, Mary well, Ellen. You know
0: what? You know what's Oh, Mary Ellen. You know what's that's a great name. You know what's funny is I, I walked into work. And uh, a coworker was like, what book are you reading for the podcast? I said, how to win friends and influence people. And he turned around in his chair and he he put the biggest smile he could on his face. And he was like, wow, Misty, tell me more about that. I lost it. And for the rest of the day, he was just smiling so big because while principle number two of this section of the book is smile, he talks about it for about 45 minutes. And it's like, like the
1: benefits of smiling or how it's smiling why, impacts. It, other like people? think
0: about how how bad it is if you walk into a place and you've got a complaint. And if there's a customer service representative who's smiling at you, like it. It, it, the benefits, the drawbacks of not this doing also it. also
1: before the phone. So
0: many examples. <laughs> yes. So many examples of how people lost, almost lost huge clients because they wouldn't smile and how, think about how a smile can change your day. And so it's just, it's a lot of, it's a lot of smiling.
1: It's a lot. It was a lot. Misty is purposely making her face not smile. I am going to take another sip of tea. This is definitely caffeinated. <laughs> Keep it rolling. Keep Misty, it rolling. Tell me more about this, and tell me more how you feel about it. And also know that I am genuinely interested in everything you have to say. Look at this smile, <laughs> Lisa. I want to get as far away from Lisa as Why? Nice. Is it this so exciting to talk to you? I'm well, Let me inside. tell you about the rest. Do of you the like bug. sailboats? I saw that you like sailboats. <laughs>
0: I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> Part three. And I will get into my critiques once we f- finish this. I trust you. Okay, great. Part three. How to win people to your way of thinking. Oh, come on mm. over to my side. Principle number one. The only way to get the best of an argument is to avoid it. Okay. I mean, Sun Tzu says this in The Art of War. Okay. Right? Uh, principle two. Show respect for the other person's opinions. Never say you're wrong.
1: You're All right. Misty.
0: Where was my name in a
1: smile, Lise? Well, listen, I'm disagreeing. Go ahead. Okay.
0: Principle three. If you are wrong, admit it quickly and emphatically. What He uh, he says, there's magic, positive magic, and such phrases as, I may be wrong. I frequently am. Let's examine the facts.
1: I'm frequently wrong about thinking that a self-help book will actually be good.
0: You could also try... Say about yourself all the derogatory things you know the other person is thinking or wants to say or intends to say, and say them before that person has a chance to say them. Listen,
1: I'm such a piece of beautiful, gorgeous, derogatory things. beautiful, and I get it. You must be livid with... <laughs> With with yeah. uh, g- yeah. greed, yeah, yeah, yeah. jealousy, and envy. Right. So
0: someone's mad at you and you go, I'm so such sorry. I'm late. I know I'm such an asshole. I didn't allow enough time for parking. I should have planned. I, it was really f- inconsiderate and unthoughtful of me. And
1: Feminists everywhere. Are, their hackles are going up.
0: Yeah, also. but if it's woman to woman and you're sincerely late for a dinner party? I get it. Um, I get it. You're forgiven. So principle number four. Begin in a friendly way. Okay. Hey, Misty. Hey. How's it going? I love your sailboat. <laughs> okay. So, principle five get the other person saying yes, yes,
1: immediately. So, you're
0: trying to actually get this person to say, sorry, Lisa looks like a crazy person across from me. Why
1: I'm smiling. Hi, Misty. Hi. Do you want a dollar? Yes. Would you like another dollar? Yes. Great, Misty. <laughs> Do you like sailboats?
0: (laughs) No. (laughs) So uh, he says, in talking with people, don't begin by discussing the things on which you differ. Begin by emphasizing and keep on emphasizing the things on which you agree. Keep emphasizing, if possible, that you are both striving for the same end and that your only difference is one of method and not of purpose. Get the other person saying yes, yes at the outset. Keep your opponent, if possible, from saying no. Sure. So he basically says once a person psychologically great, says no, mm-hmm. they, it's going to be way harder to bring them back. Great. Right? Principle six, let the other person do a great deal of the talking. And I got to say, Dale Carnegie must love me because he talked on and on and on in this book. <laughs> and I let him. Principle seven, let the other person feel that the idea is his or hers. So he talks mm. a lot about... Uh, uh, Oh, man. He talked about so many presidents he'd spoken to and when he was at the White House and in Paris giving conferences and blah, blah, blah. that mm-hmm. uh, I can't remember which president he was talking about. But basically, the President's advisor used to always go in and like plant ideas and then let the President think it's his.
1: Great. Great. None our of that's whole, going on currently. Our whole administration is a puppet, <laughs> for a puppet show from the beginning.
0: Principle eight, try honestly to see things from the other person's point of view. No. Which was already in part one. Yeah. Okay. okay? Um, principle nine, be sympathetic with the other person's ideas and desires. Quote, three-fourths of the people you will ever meet are hungering and thirsting for sympathy. Give it to them and they will love you. End quote. Misty, I understand you're like a sailboat.
1: Can I give you $2 instead? Yes. <laughs> the yes. smile is hurting my face.
0: You have never seen you look this way in my entire life. You look like
1: a chipmunk. You know what I feel like? I what? feel like Jim Carrey in the mask.
0: Yeah, that's
1: that feels right. Like a distant cousin. <clears throat> yeah, that must have been tough. It. There was so much tension in my face.
0: Yes. Uh, Principle 10. Appeal to the nobler motives. Quote, if you want to improve a person in a certain aspect, act as though that particular trait were already one of his or her outstanding characteristics. Misty,
1: you're such a good listener. I'm going to need you to just listen to me riff about this book for the next 30 minutes. Great. No, I would like you to. (laughs) Just kidding. Keep going.
0: Well, yeah. And it's also like, hey, I know you're not the kind of a woman who would just rush into making a decision without hearing all the facts about what I'm going to say.
1: And I really appreciate
0: that about you. So here's all the facts.
1: I hate when people do that. It does, because you want to know why, Lisa? It's manipulative. Okay, thank you. That's exactly why. Thank you. You put those words right in my mouth.
0: (laughs) I really love that you're a person who puts words in other people's mouths, she says with wide eyes. (laughs) Okay, principle 11. Dramatize your ideas. So the example... So just shits creak it. Great. Yes. I love shits great. It's so funny. I'm not being helpful. Keep going. I no,
1: you're being the most helpful because
0: it's a comedy self-help podcast. That's right. To and to it's a
1: canonical turd. I can- I'm never gonna get it. Canonical. 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 Like a canon. It's like a banana. Canonical turd. Bananical turd. Thank you. <laughs> 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 I, I set it up and it still made me laugh so hard. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. we are so loopy today. I don't know why. I I keep it.
0: going. Uh, okay, so uh, so we're on principle eleven. How many principles? Twelve in this section. Okay, okay. there's all the principles. In I was ready the for you to be world. like forty-three principles. No, 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 so remember, we're we're still in part three. How to win people to your way of thinking? That's right. How so, to
1: manipulate them?
0: Right. So uh, how to manipulate them? Mm-hmm, thank so you. principle. <laughs> <laughs> principle 11 Dramatize your ideas so the examples he uses is like a guy who brought in a bunch of he wanted to to pitch his idea to his boss about Uh like the lotion they were working on or like the skincare Uh oh Oh, yeah (laughs) dramatize that okay so he brought in like 30 bottles of competitors lotions with like little signs on them to like dramatize his idea or there was yet another example of um A salesman wanted to explain how this, like, grocery store owner was losing pennies each transaction. So he, like, took a bag of pennies and threw them on the floor and was like, every time you do this,
1: you're losing pennies. (laughs) I wanted to dramatize how many pennies a day went wasted. So I stuffed them in a sock and I whirled it around the room, giving everybody a what for. (laughs) Well, but, but to be fair, I smiled and I said their name as I hit them. <laughs> what for, Lisa? What for, Sam? I bet that really smart. And you're not the kind of person who would it? lash out at somebody who just hit them with a sock full of pennies, Yes, yeah, so you, you made a
0: slock. You put a lock in a sock and you swirled it around. It's a prison thing. I sure did. Yeah. Pennies. And he's in a stream. Principle 12, throw down a challenge. So his example. J'acuse. J'acuse. <laughs> <laughs> so his example was uh, there was, I let's say it's automotives because I don't remember what they were making at this factory. Locomotives. Locomotives. Um, but this factory was making some sort of thing. There was a night shift and a day shift. And in order to throw down a challenge, the manager got it in his head that he would write down how many units the night shift assembled. Mm -hmm. And then the day shift would come in and see like, oh, they did six. So the day shift sort of automatically made seven. Mm -hmm. And then the night shift came in and saw the day shift made seven from the board and then they made eight. And before long, it was the most productive factory this side of the Hudson.
1: Cut to two years down the road and they had literally worked their fingers to the bone, there were so many workplace accidents because they were trying to produce 27, which is uh-huh. beyond their capacity. Uh-huh. Exactly. Thank you. And then uh, there were union strikes. Well, and that's when all hell broke loose, and everyone started talking like this because they couldn't—they couldn't be alone with their thoughts. They just had to keep going. Well, that's the Mid-Atlantic accent, and we don't know exactly where on the Eastern Board we're from, but we're from somewhere. We're
0: everywhere or nowhere at the same time. We're did you hear about
1: the Triangle Shirtwaist accident? Did it, it was horrible. horrible.
0: <laughs> it is really. Sad. It, I did a and report
1: it really... on it. It was terrible. There's a movie coming out about it. <gasps> with
0: who? Why do I, I feel know. like it's gonna start? Um, Carrie, uh huh. What is her name? Uh huh. You know what I'm talking about? She mm-hmm. was in Suffragette. Coon.
1: Nope. Moss.
0: No, she's married to the lead singer of Mumford and Sons. Oh, uh, uh mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's been everything. Mulligan.
0: Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that was stuck oh, in my brain. You guys,
1: do you ever play which which Carrie is that? <laughs> you all know the you very popular childhood Chris. game. Which Chris? Which Carrie? Which Mark? Oh my gosh, Fleabag
0: Season 2 had the best joke.
1: I haven't seen it yet. Don't spoil it's it.
0: It's just a joke. And she's talking to somebody and somebody goes, so uh, what's your favorite period movie? And Fleabag goes, Carrie. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Did you hear it? Nope. Lisa plugged her ears. I, d- I want to be
1: surprised. Oh, it's
0: really funny. Okay. okay. You'd have loved that. Season 2 is beautiful and perfect. I know. I haven't. I, oh my I need... God. Okay. Okay. Watch it in one sitting. I'm going to. There's only six episodes. You can. Okay. Part four. Be a leader. So we're in the last part of the book. Oh. Be a leader. How to change people without giving offense or rousing resentment.
1: Um, So again, super manipulative and How to change people without giving offense. How to make people. Or rousing resentment. This sounds like
0: my ex. I feel like. (laughs) Wow. I feel like Thanos read this book. (laughs) Principle one. Begin with praise and honest appreciation, which we've talked about yeah he says it's always easier to listen to unpleasant things after we have heard some praise of our good points misty
1: that is a beautiful color on you thank you it's a terrible cut thank you Just kidding. You look Well, he you uses great. this
0: very jarring example of how he—I was at the White House one day, and I overheard, like, Teddy Roosevelt or whoever. I can't—I—there's so many presidents mentioned in the book. His examples could not be bougier, which we'll get into. Thank you. But he says he overheard this president saying to his secretary— that dress looks very nice on you. It's very flattering to your figure. And she's like, um, and he's like, she gets all flustered and he's like, well, calm down. I'm just saying that so that I can tell you to pay more attention to your punctuation on the next, like, draft. Yeah. It's really, it's, it's a wild ride. It is. The book is a wild ride. Of sexual harassment.
1: Principle two. Call attention to people's mistakes indirectly. Oh, Misty. Yes. I noticed that when you parked a really cool parallel parking spot, you did it just in time to be 15 minutes late. <laughs> but you texted, so that was cool. This
0: feels super aggressive. No. Especially because I was 15 minutes late it's to direct. That's
1: all I came up with.
0: I know. I love you. Uh, yeah, you're welcome, Sarah. That was our uh, reset. Mm-hmm. So principle three, talk about your own mistakes before criticizing the other person. Now, Lisa— I know that I myself can be
1: terrible at parallel parking. Yeah.
0: And I know I'm often 15 minutes late. Yeah. But could you
1: show up here wearing a shirt? Well, listen, I know you're not the kind of girl who's going (laughs) to criticize a woman who sits around in a bullet bra. But I know I certainly can be the asshole who'll walk around in one misty. (laughs) Sailboat? Sailboat?
0: (laughs) Okay. God, where are we? There's so many principles. How many okay. principles up in this section? Nine. Thank you. Okay. So principle four, ask questions instead of giving direct orders. When Can you th- hand me that tea? <laughs> <laughs> it's more like, so what do you think the pros are of this? What do you think the cons are of this? What do you think Socratic. we should do? Socratic. Yeah. yeah, which okay. is fine. Unless you don't like the answers. Um, let the other person save face. Yes. Right? So be gracious about it. Principle six, praise the slightest improvement and praise every improvement. Be hearty in your approbation and lavish in your praise. Approbation. That's a good word
1: is it we don't talk like that anymore no and we don't say adroit we don't have good vocabulary anymore we probably we use probably like 150 words and half of those words are yas yeah (laughs) yas 75 of my 150 words are yas and
0: yet we're accomplishing more than any other time period in history it's it's exponential growth
1: but i do i do kind of like words do you know what i mean uh, <laughs> what <laughs> wow. I mean is, like, the, you just proved your own
0: point by saying, I really do yes. like words. Like, doing words. <laughs> no. Having words.
1: Seeing words. I like, like, doing words. Like, like, a good crossword puzzle, but I can only do, like, Mondays because they're too hard. Otherwise, no. Tuesdays. Tuesdays are Wednesdays. hard. Tuesdays I can get through. No, approbation is a great word. It just... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't use... We don't use difficult words anymore.
0: That's correct. We don't. And often when I'm copywriting, the software, whether it's um, Squarespace or WordPress. Doesn't recognize them. No, it does. But it will say, hey, your writing level is too high. It's too difficult. So consider using less complex words and shorter sentences. And don't use sentences that have more than 20 words in them like it literally will bump you down on the search engine. You know thing. what I
1: have to say to that? Fuck you, George Bush and leave no child behind because you with a mandate with a mandated curriculum fucked the education in this country.
0: Well, also it's like it's 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 we're less specific. Like approbation is very
1: specific. Yeah. Like, we're, so le- we're real we general. Sort of, yeah. I use an emoji to do the work that a word could. Yeah. You speak in GIFs, mostly. I really do. You, my gift game text- is on points. Sam, do you agree? Yeah, I am getting a nod. Yeah. I will say, like, the th- here are the three things that I'm great at. Mm-hmm. Parallel parking, mm-hmm. remembering to use uh, remembering to bring my reusable grocery bags and, and sailing. GIF. And sailing, you remember? <laughs> i whatever you whatever you want to charge me, I'll pay.
0: Starboard, ho! Starboard, bitch, ho. don't me <laughs> <to ya. laughs>
1: Okay, here we go. Principle, so Principle seven.
0: Principle seven. Give the other person. A was f- I right? It was principle seven. Yeah.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> I was trying to move. Well, a you're
0: really living up to that whole principle of being a great <laughs> listener, Lisa. Thank you, Misty. <laughs> You I'm gonna give you a fine reputation to live up to. So, Lisa, you're one of the best listeners I've ever heard.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> that I can't believe that got you. You knew that was coming. Ooh, that got us. So, snort. I got we're a snort so, snort. This is what
0: happens when I'm not trying to cover like 14 pages <laughs> of writing in this book. There's so room to fun. play.
1: Okay, wait. So that was principle seven, and it said Give the other person a fine reputation to live up to. So oh, okay.
0: there is an ex- the, one of the examples he uses is there's this dentist who noticed that some of his equipment wasn't getting as clean as he wanted to. So he left his housekeeper or facilities keeper a note that was like, hey, you are one of the finest housekeepers in the land. I'm so grateful to you and you do an incredible job. Um, I would like to pay you for a half hour extra every week so that you can do some of the odds and ends that you don't have time to while you're here, like polishing the equipment. And um, I know you'll do a great job because you do on everything else. And he comes in the next day and his chair is so polished, he almost falls out of it and everything's gleaming and every like every single example Dale Carnegie uses is an example of wild success.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I would like to point out that it was somebody who was probably feeling undervalued and underpaid. And when somebody actually acknowledged that they were abusing yeah. their yeah. employee yeah. and paid them a little bit more, they yeah. were like, great, thank you.
0: And I, I <laughs> love this woman for being like, you pay me for two hours, two hours is what you get. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So uh, principle eight. Use encouragement. Make the fault seem easy to correct.
1: Oh, my gosh. Listen, I know it's not a big deal that you gave out the nuclear codes, Misty, and it was probably as you were headed out to your sailboat. And I know you're not the kind of girl who's going to, you know, deflect blame or get defensive. And I'm I'm the asshole who's always, you know, um, pointing out mistakes. Um, <laughs> but um, if you want this dollar, could you please? Oh, my face is so tense. Could you um, maybe just never do that again? And, and get, get the codes back. Also, you're fired. It's easy correct thank you no, but just text them just change the code oh just okay. i'll pay you for an extra half hour thank
0: you <laughs> um that was terrifying mm-hmm. principle nine make the other person happy about doing the thing you suggest <gasps> misty
1: do yeah. you I, you're listen i'm such a jerk and i know you are the best at cleaning toenails um and so i'm just gonna give you an extra 13 minutes to um mm. scrape out my toenails no Oh well, actually, we're never going to use that word. <laughs> so, <laughs> still no. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's like it's. This is the part where it's like he uses all these examples that sound good in theory, but then it's like, what if another person is not happy about it? No matter this is what, what way you. A lot of old self help
1: it. books It's kind yeah. of presented with only uh, only success. Look what yeah. this person did. Look what this person did. Yeah, you can do it too. Oh my god! It's it's the late night infomercial. Yeah. Of self help.
0: Yeah. And so we are through uh, the principles in the book, but there there are he loves lists. Oh, okay. Here's a quick list of what an effective leader uh, the guidelines an effective leader should keep in mind when it is necessary to change attitudes or behavior. Right, And by the way, it's all about changing other people. None of this is like, let me look in. I mean, it's like, consider where you might be wrong, consider their point of view. But it is all about, how can I get people to bend to me? Listen, I'm the boss, and it's going to stay that way. Right. So uh, here's how to be an effective leader when you need to change attitudes or behavior. Step one, do not promise anything that you cannot deliver. Forget about the benefits to yourself and concentrate on the benefits to the other person. Uh, Two, know exactly what it is you want the other person to do. Three, ask yourself what is it the other person really wants? Four, consider the benefits that person will receive from doing what you suggest. Five, match those benefits to the other person's wants. Six, when you make your request, put it in a form that will con- convey to the other person the idea that he personally will benefit.
1: It's always a he. Secondly, a he. it reminded me a little bit of like Aristotle's deliberative steps. Yeah. Right? You know, steps yeah. of deliberation like, do it in this yeah, order
0: yeah so there is a <laughs> lot of that practical thing and by the way i remember the first time and it was in college that i started coming across the pronouns she mm-hmm. in books in text yeah, in textbooks and it was so vivid and clear to me like i remember what the fluorescent light was like in that room i remember where i was sitting because i'd never seen the word she in a fucking textbook mm-hmm. until like 2007
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it just blew my mind so like going back to this like he 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 was just like are you kidding me because mm-hmm. now it's like you can't even read an article without someone being like so talk to your doctor and see what she has to say mm-hmm. you know it sort of toggles back and forth and i mean even that is just binary which is not super cool but mm-hmm. my god mm-hmm. this was all white man took you back so so listen that's how to win friends and influence people Thank by you, dale carnegie who is not related to Andrew Carnegie, but wants you to think he is. Thank you. Um, obviously, we can't cover every single thing in the book in one episode. So if you want to read it for yourself, it's available on audible.com, the free library app Overdrive, and wherever books are sold and probably rented.
1: <clears throat> Misty, I have some questions for you. Oh, yes. Who? Well, actually, what do you think the author got right?
0: Um. Here's what Dale got right. He made self-help accessible and even admirable. In the nineteen thirties, D-d-d-dale. right? Thank you. Uh, this is one of the premier self help books, uh-huh. and he does have a lot of actionable
1: items. Right, true. everything is it's a true. step, a practical step. But do you want to know what I think he got wrong? No, hold on, because I also <laughs> want to say it's still around.
0: It's still around. It's still around, and I'll yes, and I have thoughts on it.
1: What do you think the author got double right? <sighs> His marketing. Thank you. What did the author get wrong?
0: So, this book includes uh, such gems Mm -hmm. as uh, phrases like, quote, force yourself to smile, end Mm -hmm. quote, and sentences like, quote, poor peasants toiling with primitive tools in the tropics, end quote, and quote, those cultured Chinese, uh, which he meant as a compliment, but it is such a blatant microaggression. It's unfunding I don't even think it's a microaggression. It's a That's super, an overt. Oh, it's
1: just, yeah, just racist. racist.
0: So all his examples are also super bougie. Because like I mentioned, like yeah. Well, and he's like a moneyed, well-connected white dude. Um, it's positively dripping with privilege, specifically white male Why privilege. Why would they update that?
1: Not, because there not is update,
0: work. update that, update that, and the whole thing feels like a sales pitch because he's talking about uh, all the people who have taken my course have had great it is. success. It and is and this a sales is pitch you, for his course. It is, and so because um, his course is still available. Yeah. Yes. DaleCarnegie.com is like Dale, It's like yeah. the Dale Carnegie Institute. So also, I'm still going on what, what I think is wrong. Keep going. Nearly all of his examples are how to be a more effective salesman. Mm-hmm. So you have to really like sort of think critically like, oh, okay, so if I wanted my mother to do something differently, mm-hmm. how would I apply this? Um, and he also says, as we've talked about, to be truly interested in people, but it all feels manipulative.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not authentic. Right. And I mean, word- it might be. But he doesn't present it as like a, here are ways, if you if you don't feel this way, for it to be authentic. I mean, authenticity wasn't even part of it. He was like, mean it, even if you don't mean it.
0: Well, he he was saying, here's how to get a person to want to buy something from you. Be genuinely interested in them. And it's like, okay, but does that not... Is that not like a, a self-fulfilling prophecy of manipulation? Well,
1: especially when he was like, talk about sailboats, even if you have no interest.
0: Well, yeah, it's like, wait, what? And yeah. so he also uses the word adroit, like I said, mm-hmm. many times throughout the book. And that is not that's not a word that like you hear it once and you're like, oh, wow. And then twice and you're like, OK. And then like seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 10, 11.
1: Maybe in the time that it was published, yeah. it was as common as.
0: Yeah, but even in Hashtag. writing in writing they tell you not to repeat anyway. Anyway, okay. uh adroit means clever or skillful skillful in using the hands or minds. Uh and then every single example, like I said, uh there's so many, but they all show how this person was wildly successful in using his tactics. And it's only halfway through the sixth part of the book, because there there are these Mm-hmm. Parts, uh, chapters um, of seven total that he quickly glosses over. This sentence: not everything is going to work for all people. <laughs> then he keeps on with the successful examples. Oh well, sh- yeah, sure. Well, yeah.
1: The end. The, there was your uh, 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 caveat. Yeah, Misty. But what did you think he got wrong? <laughs> <laughs> um, Who is this book perfect for? Uh,
0: this book is perfect for emotionally repressed people in the early twentieth century. And honestly, this book is probably perfect for teens or recent college grads who want to better navigate the workplace. Who are white? Yes, because there's so there's so much that I feel like you learn on your first job, That's like true. real full time job. Don't have somebody who if you're tells not aware you of any of this, or like you just could learn the hard way if you don't go in knowing that you could smooth something over with your That's boss. True. Like yeah.
1: one of the things I was really grateful for is that Chuck Linky. Um, when I would go and play with all the different colored paper at his department, the Department of Finance, he would uh, show me like when somebody had an article write up, he would um, Xerox it with his like great job, amazing work, and then mm. put a copy in everybody's mailbox. Oh. So he was like, you know, share everybody's success, you know, so oh, that everybody knows so what a great nice. job is. So I learned that shit early on mm-hmm. from him. Um, yeah, and how to like elevate and and make a a group, you know, and yeah. and, and lead in that sense. Yeah. but not everybody has that.
0: Yeah, so someone opportunity. who's just beginning on their emotional intelligence
1: journey. Yeah, that's a things great like point. Things like
0: considering how the other person feels, showering them with praise, not condemning too much. Like mm-hmm. these are definitely things I learned in my twenties. Yeah, but I just didn't
1: read a book for it.
0: So I would say someone younger or less experienced. That's great.
1: Who is this book? Horrible for.
0: Thank you. Um it's terrible for anyone whose head might explode
1: at his casual and wildly problematic views about other cultures. Great. Um and I would say this falls probably more on practical pat. It yeah? could not be more practical Pat. Thank you. Paul Patty. Um Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um and do you have a listener challenge slash homework assignment? I do.
0: So he in the book says why don't you smile at every single person you come across? Every single person. Big, wide smile. Force yourself to smile for an entire week. But
1: I just want you to do it for a day. Great. and I want do you to, to smile like I haven't during this?
0: Listen, you can do that. You let me know what those results are. No, I can't Clenched do teeth, wide eyes. What are you talking about? The lips, the lips somehow like go down but are
1: smiling. It's very confusing. <laughs> My cheeks are rising up so far. I can't see. Yeah. Um. Okay, cool. Well, that was the Bananical turd. Bananical turd. Did I about- say it right, but with a B? Yeah. Canonical? Canonical. Well, it's the canonical thank you. Uh, how to, how win to win friends, friends and, and influence people. people. And Seb, do you feel like you learned how to win friends and influence people? He got a thumbs up. Oh, he's smiling. Oh, oh he just <laughs> smiled. <laughs> <my favorite>. Oh, <laughs> In case you couldn't hear me, said, yes, Lisa, yes, Misty. I did with a big thumbs
0: up. I love it. Um, I felt like he appreciated us in that moment. Yeah. I really felt it. I'll do like anything it? he asks me to I now. I mean,
1: Sav has been able to m- avoid reading some real canonical turds.
0: <gasps> you did! did it? Say it? Yes. You could even say it's an inimitable canonical turd.
1: Inimitable canonical turd. Through its hermeneutical lens. Herb-
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you look like a five year old. Anyway, if you've read this book, dear God, please write into go help yourself podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. and let us know. Do you love it? Do you hate it? Are you going to smile at everyone for a day? Is it and on is your, it your shelf? You? Oh, you're going to burn it? What's going to happen? You're going to re gift it to somebody you don't like? Please tell let us. Let us know. And with that, life is, is a bond. <laughs> Go help yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less, was produced by Misty Stinnett, Lisa Linky, and Matt
1: Sav. Our
0: theme song was also written
1: by Matt Sav. He's amazing. <laughs> do you want to get in touch? You do. Email us at GoHelpYourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And you know you can also find us on the social medias. Instagram at gohelpyourselfpodcast, Twitter at G H Y or check out our website, GoHelpyourselfpodcast.com. And if you liked our podcast, please subscribe rate, and review us on
0: iTunes to help other people discover our show. It's really the least you can do.
1: And why don't you tell all of
0: your friends? Bye! Bye.